Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss. PlushCare.com slash weight loss. Hello, everyone. It's the Build-Up Show. Liverpool in the Club World Cup final versus Flamengo. Half-five kickoff on Saturday. Um, we had to toil a bit to get to this situation, Mr. Chris Pajak. But yes, Liverpool, where we look, this is what we've come for. Liverpool come to the competition to be in the final. They've come to be a chance of being crowned the best team in the world. Um, it's it's just mad. It's a mad set of circumstances that we're here. I guess let's start let's start there. Really, when you think about. Five years ago, Liverpool had one of the worst start 11s I think I've <laughs> ever seen. And now, you know, we're within spitting distance of being the best and team it's, in the it's world. it's testament to everybody that's worked at the club over the last five years. It's not just Jürgen Klopp, it's not just Michael Edwards' team. This is a winning mentality that's from the top to the bottom uh, of Liverpool Football Club. And, you know, obviously it's hard to get into this competition. But the competition, strangely, isn't as hard to win as, 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 as you'd think. You know, with just a couple of games, if you're European or Copa Libertadores champions. Um I'm really excited to see this game. I don't watch Brazilian football. I don't mm. watch Flamengo, but you know that they're a passionate fan base. You know that the 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 quality players, skillful players, and I've heard a lot about these guys being a lot more European in style. John was talking about it a little bit earlier. The manager's European, uh, and he's got them playing like a European side. Did they come from a goal down against River Plate to go through yeah. as well in in the <laughs> Libertadores final? So they've got that winning mentality that maybe Liverpool have shown in, in, in the bucket loads over the last sort of twelve to eighteen months and. A really, really great game, and one that I'm so excited and nervous for. Yeah, absolutely, and I think the it, weirdly that in the Monterey game probably it helps us in in some regard. I mean, look, it'll be a bit of a hindrance. I don't think we wanted to work that hard for that win, but I think any notion that this is this is just a procession that Liverpool European football is better than South American football or Central American football. They're just going to rock up and it's a foregone conclusion. Will be gone from the minds of the players if it was even there for a single second. I mean, the club's history tells you that that's wrong. Yeah. Because we, every time we played a South American side, they've beaten us. Yeah. Uh, I, I do think it'll help us to have had a decent game under our belt rather than a stroll. Yeah. Uh, I think we're, we've got the kind of players who thrive on playing, you know, tough games. Um, but um, who knows? I mean. They're bound to be a good football inside and they're bound to be difficult. I mean, and Chris was saying they went to goal down in their final against River Plate. They also went to goal down in their semi, didn't they? Yeah. And they came back. Uh, and they've obviously got good players with good technique. And, uh, you know, playing a, a tough game against Monterey where they've got a lot of South American rather than just Mexican players. 
um, that that will stand us in good stead. I think it's. Um, I think there's a little bit of fear being put into us, adult, because of the because of the, the midweek performance. I mean, you know, we, we've we've just done the final word show talking about that, and part partly it's rotation, but obviously Virgil Van Dijk being a doubt is something that's going to live in the back of our minds until we see him take to the field at yeah. the at the weekend because <clears throat> Liverpool should should have enough quality generally speaking. However. They we were caused a number of problems at the back and look Jordan Henderson playing his first game ever as a centre half. Uh, I thought he did okay, but you know you're coming up against um, Gabriel. You know Gabriel Barbosa is a, a goal machine. They're a higher they're a higher quality team until we see. Is he deserving know, of that name? Gabigol, yeah, yeah, <coughs> he is. Yeah, he's, well, he's, he's Gabby he, and he scores goals. But like, isn't it? Wasn't that ba- Batty oh, goal? Batty goal yeah. yeah, ah, yeah. Mm, that's annoying. Yeah, but you've said it out loud. On the start of 11 as well. <laughs> <laughs> Just excuse me, I'm a few in the corner for a few minutes. Yeah, no, yeah. I think what you, you're saying, I think they are going to be um, a different proposition than the team that we played yesterday. But I think, in my mind, I've given myself reasons to be positive. Yeah. The fact that we could potentially have... Uh, a couple of Brazilians in the starting eleven as well. I think they'll be up for it. They will have grew up and they will have known the team. They'll know their history. Um, so I think that's a good thing. I think as well the fact that we'll have Mohamed Salah hopefully starting with Mane starting as well. Mm-hmm. I final in Qatar. They've got a lot of eyes on them uh, yeah. as Muslim players, and I just think they will relish in that kind of battle and the challenge that it will bring. I think yesterday we seen. You know, we probably didn't see the Brexit midfield, but it was slightly a Brexit defence, yeah. <laughs> which is quite an interesting dynamic. Yeah, yeah. But you know what? It's horses for causes at this point in the season, I think, and the lads up to now have all stepped up to the plate. We've, I think. We took a gamble, didn't we? I think, in, in, you know, part gamble, part part in force because of the because of injuries and illness yeah. and what have you. But in terms of rotating it, we've rotated so that we're fresh for this game. That's what they've done, yeah. you know, to make sure that Mane, Firmino, Salah are able to go and take the field. And that was the difference, you know. I think if those lads had started in midweek, we probably would have made a shorter trip to them. But would we have been at the peak of our powers for this game? Probably, final, probably yeah. not. Yeah, absolutely. There's an interesting point about, you know, obviously we've played Wednesday, Saturday, and it's the same for them and, and stuff like that. But, you know, them coming Wednesday. off the back, of, sorry, no, Wednesday. They played the day before. Oh, right, okay. So we've played Wednesday, Saturday. It's very, very similar for them. They're playing Tuesday, Saturday. But they're doing, they're coming off the back of a season. Yeah. You know, it's the end of their season. <coughs> Finished on 90 points, by the way, and only lost four games the whole season. That's I did have a little cheeky look, look at that yeah. before. <laughs> but they've done very well, haven't they, let's yeah, be honest. I, I think it's easy to sort of look at it and go, well, actually, you know, they'll, they'll be in worse shape than us. Hmm. We haven't really had a break. For two years, our players yeah. have they? So I mean, you can look at it both ways, can't you? Because you can say I think Klopp was kind of implying like, look, they're they're in the flow. They, they, they finished. They finished the season, so it's just a continuation of what they're doing. They've got their squad up and up and running, etc. But from the flip side, I wouldn't want to, you know, a game at the end of the another big game at the end of the season. You know, <coughs> at the Champions League final for us and Spurs, both those teams were knackered by by the end of that. We should be. Physically, look, we mentioned well, it, you, you know. You look through December, we've had five games against middle, middle-ish teams, mm-hmm. and he's rotated every game, yeah. deliberately, yeah. you know, and, and presumably he's rotated every game so that we can get to this final yeah. and play our strongest side, and then play Leicester away with our strongest side. Yeah, I, I completely agree, I completely agree on that, and I think we've seen, uh, the fitness thing I think is going to be the big, the big issue, and, you know, 
it's very rare that teams are fitter than us, Chris. You know, and, and that's that's one thing that again we saw in the Monterey game. You know, they they were they were the lads going down with cramp, not us. Yeah, and it, again, you know, we we all know the the work that Liverpool have done to be able to get the players to play at this level week in week out, and you know, two games a week consistently now from the start of the season it feels like doesn't it so I'm not worried about Liverpool's squad as such I'm not worried about the fitness I'm not worried about Flamengo if I'm uh, all honest but I do recognise that good players can beat a side on any day yeah. and, I, and it, is a, it is a final and it's going to be difficult because of that I think if you play this game out of t- 10 times they'll <coughs> come out on top more than they, they, they come out the, the losers of it so it's about putting a performance together he'll take this seriously he'll want to be crowned uh, world champions every player in the squad will want to be world champions. It's just, it's not something that comes around very often no, and, right. and, and and they'll look to grasp it. But this is the this is the thing. We talked a little bit about the, the media stuff around it, Dad, and, you know, the, the, the disrespect of the Carabao Cup and whatever. I mean, the fact that nobody, everyone still calls it the Capital One Cup or has a different name for it, tells you everything you need to know about the that league competition. Cup, the league Cup, the best thing to call yeah, it. The that's Cup. what it is. Um, that, I mean, the, the fact is Liverpool had no choice about playing that game with kids because they weren't giving them their alternatives. Yeah. You know, we're playing two games in two days. It's just, it's not our fault. Yeah. You know. But uh, now, that we're there, now that we're here, that's the thing about it. You know, you've, we, we've, cut, we, we've put our eggs in this basket. Turn on the final way. You can lose a final. You can't. Because that's what happens. One game of football, you know, as we saw again, we got a bit of a bloody nose against Mon today. Things can go against you. Yeah. But this is the point, is that the, the playing for those gold badges, the playing for the chance the, the, to, to the, put that, the, that the trophy. Tor- let's face it, the tournament's a load of rubbish. Which one? And this one, the club World oh, Cup. Right, it's an absolute yeah. load of rubbish. And it's going to get worse because <laughs> in a couple of years, they're going to make a whole tournament of it with 24 teams or something. And they're all rubbish apart from the South American champions and the European champions yeah. who are going to end up in the final anyway. Yeah. Um, and so, you know, it's not a tournament, but we are now going to play. It's like the two best heavyweights in the world suddenly get to, to face each other in a boxing match. Yeah. That's what it's like. We've, you know, you have to play all, you know, beat all the what, others. What? But, you know, you're in the final against the best other team in the world. Yeah. What was the Intertoto Cup? What was the format of that? Intertoto was the... Was the other one that was the? It was it was the previous the Intercontinental, interim, the Intercontinental. So, is that the one we used to get put into back in the day? It was the no. Club World Championship, and it was the Inter- Intercontinental. In, in, in like when we played Flamengo last time, you just went, flew to Japan and played Flamengo in the. In, so in it was one-off. just the, the champions of Europe, yeah. the champions of yeah. South America, just a one-off game, yeah. But it, I mean, loves, no FIFA loves a procession, don't they? They yeah. love just drawing. They, they, they've seen it as an opportunity to. I don't know. Create group stages. Whale build or whatever the phrase would be. Mm, yeah. Um, there's a chance here, though, I think, for, for Liverpool to cement themselves as the, this side to cement themselves as the greatest Liverpool side of all time. Now, it'll need the league title, I think, you know, to be fair. Yeah. But you know, they're, they're, on the, they're on the verge of accomplishing a feat that none of the greatest Liverpool sides in the past have accomplished. None of them have ever won this competition or the equivalent thereof. Definitely the the best Liverpool side in my lifetime that I can remember. Mm-hmm. Maybe not my favourite, which is just a kind of personal tasting, mm-hmm. but I definitely think they are the best. I think they've got some real quality and I think the the thing that will as you said, solidify that is definitely for us as Liverpool fans and our fan base it's going to be the Premier League but being able, I think I watched the, the build up yesterday and Andy Robbo saying about, you know we want to win this, A, it's part of us making history, but then also it'll give us that extra added confidence to go into the back end of the season flying. Mm-hmm. And I think we could do with a little bit of that now. End 2019 in the best possible way, 
go into 2020 knowing exactly what our goals and ambitions are, knowing yeah. that they are all achievable. And I think even you know we're doing something right when <coughs> opposition fans are recognising how good we are and yeah. they're starting to give us the credit that we actually deserve. Yeah. And I think that's probably one of the biggest compliments we can take it's from this. It's so side. difficult to just to get into this competition. So you're right. You're right. As a, as a tour, it's not a it's not a good tournament, you've, but it's a good. You've, but it's you've but got, sorry, Dad. It's that thing of. If, and, and it messes with your season so much that I just, you know, it's not something that, it's not like we lost the Champions League final against Real Madrid and it's like, right lads, we're going to go, we're going to go and try and get back here again kind of thing because you want to win the Champions League every season. I could live the rest, of, if Liverpool win it once, I could live the rest of my life without Liverpool going big in this competition again just to say they've, just to say they've done it. <coughs> but you don't want to have be a face with a situation where you, you want to, you you kind of want to be back there again if that if that if that makes sense. Yeah, I, I mean, it's, uh, you can't get away from the fact that if you win it, you're the best team in the world. Yeah. It's as simple as that, and that's worth having in your your CV, isn't it? We are the champions of the world, and and it's as difficult to win. I mean, I know that like the the semis are supposed to be easy. There's supposed to be a procession to the mm -hmm. final for the two best sides, um, and in that way, it's false. But you can't get there unless you've won the Champions League, and yeah. you can't get win the Champions League unless you finish in the top four in your own league. Yeah. You know, so it is a really difficult thing to win, and very few teams ever get the opportunity to try. Yeah. In fact, yeah. when you look at it like that, John, you've got to be good for two seasons at least prior, prior some, to it, respect, haven't you? Just to get respects, into the top four, get into the, win the Champions League, and then. In some respects, this is the end of last season. Yeah. It's like follows on from winning the Champions League. So. Yeah. No, I don't know whether this solidifies the, them as the best team in, in Liverpool's history. I don't think it has anything to do with it. I think this side could still be the best side in, in Liverpool's history without winning this, but by winning the Champions League and the League and the League Cup and, yeah, and, and yeah. whatever, you know what I mean? I, I don't really put any weight into that this competition makes them the best Liverpool side ever. It may it may tip the balance at I, some point. I think Milner's got it right when he says what you want is to win so many trophies no one remembers what year you won them because you won so many. And <laughs> yeah. that, that's the way to be the best Liverpool side yeah, ever. No, it's a good, so it's you're not, not defined as Liverpool this season, Liverpool yeah. 17, I think we talk about 13, 14, and we talk about 08, 09, and we talk about, you know, uh, uh, 2000, 2001, etc. Yeah. I mean, because, you know, I mean, Sooness was recently telling the story of when they played Flamengo last time and how they were all Liverpool players were all drunk and hungover, and they'd been out playing golf on the driving range at four in the morning because they were all wide awake, and they, they'd been told by Fagan that it was just a, a friendly, don't worry about it, because went out and got tonked, and you know that they, they never took it seriously. So yeah. you can't say. By Liverpool winning it now, yeah. that they're the best side Liverpool have had, it doesn't make that at all because yeah. the other Liverpool sides in the past, until Benitez, I don't think anyone at Liverpool ever took it seriously. Yeah, but I think that's a mentality thing then more than anything else. Yeah. I think a, a lot of modern football has changed in that sense that now you, having the ability and, and the talent isn't enough yeah. because there will be other teams that will live and breathe and die seven days a Real week. Madrid yeah. were wearing their badge yesterday. In the in the in classical, classical. Yeah. you know the badge that says they're the world champions because and they've I think they've legitimised it to to some extent particularly for the Europeans because if them who were the thirteen time or whatever you know Champions League winners are, are, are you know what I mean proudly yeah. declaring them this well, then Liverpool should be doing exactly the power though isn't well, it yeah there's that but I yeah, watched absolutely. some of the um, game against River Plate and I watched the build up and it's pretty obvious 
that the greatest thing in Flamengo's history has beaten us 3-0 yeah. and winning the World Club Championship. Yeah. That, that's the greatest thing in their history. They absolutely think that's one. And of course, South American teams always take it seriously. Yeah. They think it is the you know the best thing to well, do. Well, there's a snobbery, isn't there, on our part on all of it, for all of this stuff? You know, because we, we, we think our football... Because our, we're told our football, there's no doubt... The European and even English football is the best football in the world. But for them, they, they, they see that and want to go and, you know, it's, it's a, an underdog spirit in some regards. They want to come and smack us everywhere to prove it. To, to the <coughs> don't wholly agree. I just think the South Americans have been groomed better by FIFA than the Europeans have. Well, maybe. And I think that they, they really do buy into the whole FIFA model and the whole FIFA thing. And for them, there is a big level of prestige that comes with it. Yeah. Where a lot can happen in three years, like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at uh1.com. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is plush care. PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at uh1.com. We kind of UEFA's and FIFA's and the Prem and the FA. We've kind of but also, you know, if look, if English teams were in a bit, if English teams have performed better in, in the Champions League over the last decade, we'd have seen more of them in this competition, yeah. and I think there would be more to it. Whereas again, it's just because Real Madrid have dominated it, obviously, and you know, and, and South American teams have done have done well in it. You know, if we get to a situation where, you know, like, let's say Spurs do it and Spurs are in it next next year or whatever, and then maybe you've got another English club, I think we'll start to treat it with a bit more a bit more respect. Perhaps it's like the Europa League all over again, where it, it took a few years for that to get the respect that it probably deserves all over again. <laughs> for a long time, we was just treating it as if it, it was yeah. a nothing competition, whereas I think it's a very important competition yeah. to make sure that you are of that level within the Europe elite. Yeah, to no, be that's fair. true. I mean, look at the Super Cup. You know, there's years when you forget the Super Cup's a thing, but when you're in it, you, you realise that it's a, something that you want to well, win. If you're in any competition, you should want to win it, shouldn't yeah. you? I mean, that's always been Liverpool's mentality, but the world club thing because it was a trip to Japan and it was in you know for Liverpool fans it was played in the middle of the night I mean no one really took it seriously mm. the fans did the fans wanted to win it yeah but the players and, and that were one thing that's going to be interesting to know because there's going to be people talking about the legitimacy of all this you know Man City take on Leicester same kick-off time it wouldn't shock me to see I mean I know I know we're going to be on terrestrial TV but Let's look at the view, look at the viewing figures for the for the for the end at the end at the end of this, and I wouldn't be surprised to see the Liverpool viewing figures dwarf the, the City Leicester one, and that'll tell you what it you know what, what it what it means. And there is something to it being on trash. So absolutely, you, you've said absolutely. that, haven't you? Um, but you're talking about a mass that's that's a mass a massive Premier League clash, the biggest you know it's the biggest league in the world. There's also something to be said. Like, look, it's that Mitchell Webb sketch, isn't it about football, 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 and all that? It's like it's just nice to watch something different. 
Yeah, yeah I, I, I'm, like, I, guess I can watch City Leicester twice a season. Yeah. You know, I don't, I have never, I've never seen Liverpool play Flamengo. I wasn't old enough the last time they played. For I, me, I mean, it's, not, it's I, a I don't know how it'll pan out. I mean, I know um, the game in England will get a better view and figure because it's on terrestrial TV. There's no doubt about mm -hmm. that. But what will be interesting to see what the figures are like worldwide. Yeah. You know, because certainly the, 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 in the Far East, they love watching Premier League football. But yeah. at the same time, will the, the World Club Championship drag them yeah. away? And, you know, that's, so that's going to be interesting. Yeah. And don't get, look, don't be shocked. It's just that, again, it manages legitimized tournaments and legitimized trophies and, seri and how seriously they take those things. You know, don't let's, let, let's look at Man City's side for, in, the game, in the game yesterday. They played a couple of decent players, but they still put out two kids at centre-half. You know what I mean? Because they, <coughs> because they could, you know. They play, play. Aston Villa made significant changes in the in, in the game against us and all that. If Liverpool, if Liverpool, I know Liverpool have made changes for the for the semi-finals a bit, but if Man City win the Champions League this season and Pep Guardiola still there next year, he'll want to be he'll he'll want to be world champions. He'll take a, he'll, he'll make sure he's got a boss team to play in the, the final of that because you do you don't don't go all this distance to not to not prove yourself. Ultimately, you know, it, it kind of is what it is. You're right. It might change when it's a post-season tournament. And everyone's dead, and you know, you, you know, if everyone goes at it, how how Bayern treat it, and how City treat it, and how Man United treat it, and all that kind of stuff will define whether it becomes a good, a big competition moving forward. But right now, Liverpool should go, Liverpool should treat it like it's the fucking Champions League final because they've gone all that way, and ultimately I, I want to go bad. They must be they must be treating it seriously. They wouldn't have taken practically the whole club. Oh, exactly. yeah. yeah, absolutely. Uh, right, we're going to talk about preferred 11s in a moment, but before we do, I was lucky enough to sit down with Liverpool legend Emil Heskey for an exclusive interview uh, that is available in video and in podcast form on the RedmenTV.com. Here's a clip. Peas, Youngbergs, etc. They were that Arsenal team was, was something. Yeah, else. that was special. That was special. Um, but again, I always say this: when you got Michael in your side. You've always got that little chance, haven't you? I mean, he's that one chance, and well, he got two, but and took them both. Um, I've, the, fir the first, which one was the first one? Was the, the first one where he dives, he dives in when it's like a uh, well, Owen's first yeah. goal, where it breaks in the box, Babel knocks it down. That's the one, and then he, he kind of volleys it in, so instinctive. I uh, always drops to him or Robbie, doesn't it? Bang, goal. And then the second one, it's funny because. If you look at the second one, uh, is it Tony Adams kind of shows him onto his left? Like I said, that's fine. I'll take it onto my left and play it in. Well, it's Patrick Berger's ball for, for yeah. it. He's yeah. just, he yeah. picks it because he comes off the bench, I think, mm -hmm. right toward the last 15 minutes of the game, and he plays that ball into, yes. in, into the channel, and Michael chases it down. And as he's running through, I mean, like, watching it from the, the stands, didn't feel like there was there's any there's no chance. chance. No, there's no, but you know, with Michael, that you can, he can shift the ball fairly, fairly quick because he's got that low, low center of gravity, and he can shift it and be, and be that one yard ahead of you. If you have to take it any more, then you might you might be able to catch him. But that that first five yards, you're not catching him, and it's evident that he actually shows him onto his left because he doesn't want him to come back on and try and bend it. Michael just says, "Yeah, that's fine. Just shifts it, bang." Yeah, get over there, sign up. It's completely free for the first month. So you get that. Um, you get the Klopp interviews. You get the Lucas Levin interviews. You get Chris sitting down with Alex Oxley Chamberlain, Jordan Henderson in the last season. There's loads and loads and loads of amazing exclusive content, and it's all for you guys. So get involved. Um, right. Uh, Errol, I think it's fair to say that every one of us would have Virgil van Dijk, a half-fit, 
thrown up on the touchline Virgil van Dijk for this game if possible was there anyone else that you think anything controversial I think you'd be doing for this team um, not the top of my head no I kind of I'd like to see Trent coming back in which I mm -hmm. think is, is, a, is a given and to be honest I think we'd probably go with the, if Genie was fit as well he'd probably be the only other one that I'd say he's a certain mm -hmm. throw him definitely back in the midfield I think I didn't particularly like Lallana in the six last night. Yeah. I think his distribution was good. <laughs> I just don't think he was great in the tackle. Yeah. I think I've got used to Fabinho's um, long legs, spider legs, just kind of <laughs> just clawing things back when he's got no right to do so. Yeah. Um, Lallana's obviously not of the same ilk, so I think I would prefer to see Henderson dropped back into that, yeah. provided that Virgil is fit. I think that's a good point, isn't it? That, that, I think everything will be getting done right now to make sure Genie and Virgil are fit for this because... You can, I think you can cope with Lalana in the six if you've got Virgil at the back, yeah. and I think you can cope with Henderson, you know, think, in the in, 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 in defence if you've got one of out all in the field. You know, Van Dyke has to be the guy. I mean, they've got to move heaven and air to get him on the pitch, yeah. basically, and then everyone will relax. Window. I mean, Henderson played well as a you know a player, but he's not organising the defence like Van Dyke does. Yeah. So, you know, you need Van Dyke there, and and. If he's fit, then really the only question mark is who plays in the midfield. Mm -hmm. And I, again, I would go back to the fact that um, Klopp is generally conservative. Mm -hmm. You know, he'll play Ginny, Milner and Henderson if he, he can. can get them on the pitch. Yeah. If Ginny's not fit, I'd love to see Cater get a, get a shot at yeah. it. Yeah. I think, uh, for me, Chris, I think in his ideal world for this game, he's probably looking at... Henderson, Wild, and Cater probably for his midfield. Yeah, I said that on the start of eleven. That, that, in an ideal world, that's his. That's his three, and I think he puts Wine Aldum in the six. I think he puts Cater on the left hand side and Hendo on the right. Oh wow! Okay. Because I, he's done this. He's done this now. There's proof of this where, when Cater's played, Hendo's played the six. When Ox has played, Wine Aldum's. Uh, sorry, when my, when Ox has played, Hendo's played the six. Mm -hmm. When. Kaita's played when Aldum's played the six because Henderson's of the right-sided midfielder mm -hmm. and when Aldum's the left. So it depending on and who Ox he's playing. plays in that forward position where Henderson's been playing for mm -hmm. the last year. It's an interesting choice. I mean, Alex-Oxlade-Chamberlain would be a bit gutted, I think, not to be not to start on this game if we're playing in midfield three and if Henderson's Is in the three six. and three for Kaita now? He's <laughs> yeah. just pushed himself over the line at the perfect he's time. He's yeah. doing what he does when he's playing really well is making those little runs into the box, playing one-twos. Got a great eye for that, I think. Yeah, absolutely. More, and he's even more dangerous than Ox, and Ox is probably far more dangerous than most of the midfield. He's got that little bit extra. This is that, <coughs> that little. It's the killer ball that I think yeah. Kate has got in, and the, the, the Ox, not the Ox doesn't have, but a different kind of threat. And look, the, the one thing to, to note on this Edel is. I'm an Oxley Chamberlain on the bench to freshen things up. Yeah. If we need is a very, very good. I was going to say, Ox is more explosive out of the two, isn't he? Yeah. And I think that'll be more important as legs start to get tired. I yeah. think they will probably struggle the same way Monterey struggled with the intensity of the second half. And I hope as long as we can contain them for 45 minutes, get them into that second half, let them run the legs into the ground, and then hopefully when you are looking to make the changes of an Ox or an Origi, even a Shakiri. With 30 minutes to go, he's still got something to offer, provided he's playing in the right position, I think. Divock Origi to do the Divock Origi things with 10 minutes to go in the Ooh. in the game. But I think that's a good point, is that, you know, obviously we, we've engineered this situation really, haven't we, Chris, where we can go back to having Ox and, and, uh, and Origi as the the first first and second substitutes. And you're right, with, with 20 minutes to go, 
that's a that's a nice position to be in potentially. I'd prefer us to be bringing on Milner with twenty minutes to go because it means we're two up. <laughs> Personally, yeah. but yeah, yeah, if you just want to talk the other way around, like yeah, we can bring Ox on if we need a goal sound. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, no, I can't. I can't wait for this game. I'm so excited, and you know, I think as as mentioned, ultimately, you know, you can lose files. Because it's one game of football, I think they're going to be giving as good as they've got. Looking at it, you know, uh, Gabby goes with 34 goals in 43 appearances this season, so he's definitely one to and, watch and out for. I don't for. see them doing what Monterey did, was sitting back and trying to hit us on the break, mm-hmm. even though that's a, a good tactic yeah. against us. I actually think they're going to go toe to toe with us. Um, I hope so. And that'll be great. It really should be a great game of football. Unless we end up with, like, you know, Henderson and Lalana centre half or whatever, which is the worst case Jimmy, scenario. Jimmy Milner. Yeah, absolutely. Um, as mentioned, obviously not we're not playing in the same competition this weekend, but City Leicester is going to be going on during this game. Um, <laughs> just a few a, a few thoughts on this one, Chris. We've been having a back and forth all week in the office about this, about what's the perfect scenario. The perfect scenario is a draw, really, yeah. isn't it? But if you had to choose a win for City or a win for Leicester, City. And the reasoning behind that? They're further behind us. Absolutely. I like that. <laughs> yeah, same. that's exactly the same. City, City to lose leaves them still, what, 14 points behind us or something? And um, it means that potentially Leicester could be some 13 or something behind us. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think that's it. That's the, the tricky one. There's, there's a temptation, I think, from some people out to say another defeat for Man City absolutely buries them. But I think the difference between what seventeen points and fourteen points is, I you mean, know, that could be. It, we're we're ten points but, clear of uh, Leicester, and if they if they beat uh, <laughs> City and then go and beat us, then you know it really starts to get tight. I I can't see that happening, and I think for the end of the year, how much of a kick in the teeth would it be that City lose another game yeah. and we get crowned world club champions? <laughs> I think there's something in that that just makes them think in themselves. Right, it's the Champions League for this next year, boys. Yeah. That's our best chance. Yeah. And I think whether Leicester like it or not, they're probably going to kick up a few more draws. I'm touching wood and I'm hoping that's the case. Yeah. But I can see City doing a run if they needed to mm-hmm. and if they was in a position where they could. I can see us grinding it out and continuing in the vein that we are. Yeah. I just can't see Leicester doing that into You want them thinking, I mean, it's just to, to play it out, I think you want them thinking, what's the point? Yeah. What's the point of burning ourselves out, you know, when all of a sudden, you know, you get to those games around Real Madrid and you look at their fixtures around that time, they play, they've got a lot of big games yeah. around that time and you just want them thinking, <coughs> do I, do I just push myself that extra 10% in this game if it means I'm going to lose 10% for the Real Madrid game, which is a mentality they've not had to have for the, you know, the, the, the last couple of seasons. Can I ask a question? If, you, if we guarantee, if I guarantee that Liverpool beat Leicester, yeah. does that change your mind about this game? Um, yeah. I, I, yeah, would you would I'm, you I'm then more like relaxed, whatever the result is? To, to, no, I still want Leicester to win. Fully, still want Leicester to win the matter. I think I might. Yeah. If you guarantee me that Liverpool beat Leicester, I might just want Leicester to beat City. But then even a draw against Leicester is not the worst for us if they beat City. Yeah. So there's a few ways you can look at I it. I just want them to thinking about each other. Yeah. Yeah. And I think that's the way that Liverpool pull away from this. Yeah. So the closer they are after these games. And the further away we are, they're just becoming it's an interesting on game each other. in its own right, isn't it? Because last year Leicester did get really close to getting a draw, didn't they? Mm-hmm. And they're obviously mm-hmm. playing better this season than they did last. 
So will they go head to head or will they try and hold out again? It's interesting. It's interesting. Well, obviously, Brendan Rodgers has got an opportunity there to stoke his reputation and possibly. Either way, we can't lose. Whatever the score. Yeah, no, you're right. you know, we come <laughs> off the back of it smelling like roses. I think we? that thing is, is that you're right. It, we'll we'll have the game in hand regardless. It'll be. And then it's on us to, to take that advantage whenever they decide to put that West Ham game into the into the fixtures. It, it will psychologically probably help Leicester to be in a situation where it's 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 seven points and you know and they're playing for a chance of it being four points, but it's going to be four points. We'll be four points and a game in hand, you know, which is which is still very much in our in our favour, isn't it? Um, yeah, I, I think. Yeah, I've been saying all along. I think it's City beating Leicester. Is the is the way forward because I do, I, I just think I think City are probably out of it. Or a draw it? because, the, but that yeah. obviously is. And draw, draws don't really help anyone. Do draw, they? draw is, as you said, that's the best result for us. Yeah, the perfect scenario is yeah we we as we we're, we're watching the trophy lift and then checking the scores, um to see the, 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 the draw. maybe a, a, a draw with a couple of red cards, <coughs> one for either side. Mm, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. I love a high scoring draw as well. We only seem to be the team that oh, do that. Oh, yeah, give you a reason so to watch Max today and the night as well. Like, yeah, why, why not? <laughs> uh, right, score predictions then. Uh, Errol, what do you think it's going to be? Oh, what do I think or what am I hoping? I'm hoping for, obviously, us to just cruise, but I know you said it earlier, don't, we don't tend to do that. Um, so I think I'm going to go for 3-1 this time round, final. Okay. I'm hoping that we've got the Liverpool way out of the way in Monterey <laughs> and uh, we can beat them 3-0 wow, for, for, for perfect revenge. Yeah, go ahead. 4-3 to Liverpool. Yeah. I think yeah. it's going to be a mad, bonkers basketball box, game. Yeah, <laughs> honestly, just crazy game of football. Slobberknocker. A sl- JR-style <laughs> slobberknocker, yeah. Um, I've got no idea whatsoever. I think if we're able to put... Our best eleven out on the pitch, which has got you know Van Dijk, Gomez, centre half pair. We can get Genie on the pitch in the midfield as well. I think we'll win three one. I think if we're playing a mismatch of anything, then you're right. That it could be a four three three two five two. I've got no fucking idea. Let us know yours in the comments below. I've got no way of knowing this in any way, shape, or form. Um, yes, preferred elevens. Um, score predictions in the comment section underneath. Gentlemen, <coughs> thank you very much. Um, I genuinely hope that the next time I see us all, Liverpool are champions of the world. Wouldn't can't wait nice? to. I can't wait to be in the cop and hear the song that it's going to be because it, 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 it always surprises you, doesn't it? Yeah, because they won't go with the uh, the obvious. We are the champions, champions of the world because it doesn't scan. You never know. We've been lazy about these things in the past. Fingers crossed, anyway. I just want those gold badges more than anything, and I hope the players feel the same way too. Uh, listen, drop a like on this video. Make sure you subscribe to the channel. We are touching on 400,000 subscribers. You could be the 400,000th if you've not subscribed. Make sure you do. Click the notification bell as well. And, of course, if you want the Heskey interview, go to the Red Men TV.